We begin today's shiur in the middle of the omid. You'll notice a bow tie shape, 21 lines from the top. We introduced the bow tie marking in our last shiur as questions regarding the believability concerning the death of a woman's husband uh, that are connected to times of war. This is the second of the questions, and it deals with a singular witness. On the side of the Gemara, you can see we have a no say a topic heading, Hayim Sonchin al Edus shel Eid Echod b'Melchoma Lomar Meis Habal. Do we rely on the testimony of a singular witness during the time of war to say that the woman's husband died? We should point out in general, when it comes to testimony of the death of a person resulting in the freeing of the wife or the widow to marry, we do rely on the testimony of one witness. What about when we combine that with the fact that he's testifying concerning the death of the man at the time of war. And the issue of Muhammad we discussed extensively in our previous shiur, how women are not believed because they speak through conjecture and not through hard facts. Ibayalaho, we continue now in the Gemara. The issue of believability of a singular witness at the time of war. So that we have a war raging on, and a witness comes and tells the woman, your husband died. Is he believed? The Gemara presents two sides of the analysis. The reason, in general, that we say a singular witness is believed, it's a matter that will inevitably become revealed. Lo mishakir, people will not lie about things like that. In other words, if he's testifying that the fellow is dead, if he's lying uh, and the husband comes back on two feet, he'll be revealed to the public, at the witness that is, as a liar. So matters that can become revealed, people will not lie about that. So to hear, he wouldn't lie. Or, it could be that in general, believability that we assign to a singular witness, the witness testimony is really combined with the knowledge that a woman, before she remarries, checks out very carefully to establish her husband's death. That's, of course, in general. As we mentioned in our introductory remarks, a singular witness in general is believed. But why is that? Is it because of or is it because the witness information is reliant upon her cooperation, her checking things out very carefully? But here when you're dealing with war circumstances, she doesn't check things out carefully. Rather, she and the witness as well might speak through conjecture. 
Omar Rami Bar Chama. The diamond that you see here and, and later are explained on the side under the Mivneh heading. These are attempts to show that a singular witness is believed. But as we go on in the Gemara, you can see here we have a long answer marking. And following that, you see a Dalid on the side, a long Dechia, a rejection. So we continue now with an attempt to answer. Is a singular witness believed? So Romi Bahama says, Toshma, come and hear the following source. Omar Rabbi Akiva. When I went to Nahardo to intercalate the year, to establish whether or not a year needs to be extended, uh, in, 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 instead of a standard 12-month year, it might be that it's necessary to add a, another Ador, making it a 13-month year. So when I went to make these calculations in Nahardo, I met Nehemiah and he told me, Shomati Shein Masian Eso Isha Beretz Yisrael, Alpi Eid Echod, Elo Rebbe Yehuda Ben Bova. That in Israel, only Rebbe Yehuda Ben Bova says that we will allow a woman to remarry based on the testimony of one witness. And Rabbi Kiva tells us, and, and I said to him, Cain had for him. Yes, that is so. Omar Li, so Nehemia told me, and more Lohem Mishmi, tell them in my name, Atem Yodim Hamadino Hazu Mishubeshes Begaisois. This is a key phrase. The Gemara will, will have to deal with it later, but in the meantime, we're assuming Mishubeshes Begaisois to mean that this land is. Thro- is uh, um, thwart with wars. I have a tradition in the name of the of Rabbi Gamliel, the sage, that we do enable women to marry through the testimony of one witness. My Medina Mishubeshes Begaisos, the expression that we uh, stopped, we paused on just before, what does that mean? Lav Afagav, is it not so? Afagav de Medina Zu Mishubeshes, even though this uh, region, this country, this area is thwart with wars, Kach Mikublani, I have the following tradition, Shemasin Alpi Eid Echod, that we rely on the testimony of one witness, Alma Eid Echod Mehamon. So we see from this that one witness is believed even in times of war. Omar Rava. Rava now deflects this. Uh, he rejects it. He says, Ihachi, if that is the understanding of this source, my Shna Medina Zu. Why in the source was their emphasis placed on the expression Hazu, this country? If it's a if if the source is revealing to us a general teaching, then uh, the source should have said that wherever there are uh, geisos, uh, platoons of troops of, of warfare they, one witness would be believed but it doesn't say that the emphasis in this source is on Hazu, this country therefore Rava has his re-reading of that source Atem yoidim shemedina zu mishubeshes begaisos 
there are bandits there are all kinds of dangers on the road and that prevents me from going myself and sharing this information I can't I, I therefore can't leave in Shibesi my household my wife and come to the Rabbonon so I want you to know we enable women to remarry based on the testimony of one witness but nothing to do with testimony during the time of war simply that one witness is reliable for women getting remarried again we attempt to show that an Eid Echod is Nemon Bishas Milchoma there was an incident involving two Torah sages that were accompanying Rabbi uh, Abba Yossi in a boat. The Tova, the boat sank. The Hisi, Rebbe Nishosen Alpi Noshim. And Rebbe, the great Rabbi Yudah Nossi, enabled the widows of these men to remarry based on the testimony of women. The nature of drowning at sea, of the nature of water, is like a war. In what sense? That people say three things, conclude things through conjecture. And halachically speaking, within the realm of testimony, women, even a hundred of them, have no greater power than a single man witness. And in the source it says that Rebbe enabled them to marry, to the widows to remarry, so that we believe one witness in the time of war. The Gemara rejects this. And now the source that you just read needs further explanation. We're dealing with uh, a, a boat that sank uh, at, on high sea. This is the high seas are called Mayim She'ein Lahem Sof. That means water that at any point in which, in which you're standing, you cannot see any land in any of the directions. So all around you, all you see is water. So that's Mayim She'ein Lahem Sof. Literally, Mayim that has no end. Water that has no end to it. That's the case here. In a case of a, a husband getting lost on high seas in a under circumstances of Mayim Shainland Sof, the woman remains forbidden. She remains what we call an Aguna. And yet in this source we saw something to do with uh, with a drowning, and Rebbe enabled the women to remarry. Ella Hefidomi, what are the circumstances? The Amri, the women, had said as follows Askinu Kamon. The body was hauled out in front of us, and we're at the top of Omid Beis, Vechazinu Laalter, and we saw the the uh, bodies immediately within enough time that the water would not start to distort their form and the women reported that the signs uh, noticeable uh, identification elements in the bodies 
We're not relying upon the word of the women. We're relying upon the signs that they gave, the identification marks that the women shared. Uh, so, from this uh, incident, you don't see the reliance upon one witness in the time of war. What you see from here is that if uh, clear body signs, identification marks are given, about a dead individual, we can rely on that. But on the, the word of a witness saying, I saw the man dead, we don't see that here. On the side, we have a nosei, mivne heading, and the uh, trapezoid shape that you see featured, will con- this marking scheme will continue till kuf tes zayin omenal. So we have a rather long... Uh, association with this particular structure. So until Kuf Zion Omid Aleph, Yofiu Gimel Mikrim, there'll be three cases, three incidents, She Meshutaf Lahem the common to each one of these cases is the question Haim Haishinon Li Acher. So we have three cases. The the cases in and of themselves are, don't appear related in terms of content, but the analysis of the three cases has a common theme, and that is, are we choshesh, do we consider the presence of someone else? Hivlatnu b'simunze, we've accentuated with this particular marking, the, do, the bow tie, haofal rishonos shomilas chayshinon v'chomikra, the first time the word chayshinon appears in each one of the cases. Now the first case, Mikre, that we call Mikre number one, Mikre Shibo HaMafkid Shumshimim, someone had entrusted some Shumshimim. Sometimes Shumshim is translated as uh, sesame, let's say uh, bales or piles of vessels full of sesame seed. He entrusted this so the one who was mafkid that entrusted the sesame, tovom me'ashomer, he sought out his entrusted items from the guard, from the one, uh, the watchman, shetoan negdo, the watchman upon during uh, upon the claim made against him, where are my seeds? The shomer responds, de'enom shelo, that which is in my possession are not your seeds. The Gemara will feature a triangle marking. This is a ma'akav, diesh with the point facing up. Diesh l'fsok l'tovas hamafkid. That will be an attempt to show in favor of the owner, and the dechia is a rejection. We're not going to be favoring the owner, but we'll allow. We'll believe the shomer in his, the guard in his response. Hahu gavra. We're continuing with the uh, first of the cases. There was a man, the Afkid Shumshami Gabi Chavre. He had entrusted sesame by his friend. Omar Lay, the owner, says, Havli Shumshami, give me my sesame. Omar Lay, Shakaltinu, the guard, the watchman, says, You have taken them. I return them to you. So the owner says, 
Kain v'chein hafyon u'bechavito ramyon. The owner says, what do you mean? Uh, the, I entrusted by you such and such amount, and they were entrusted in a barrel, and they are still by you. Go check it out, and you'll see that the amount is just like I am telling you. Omar Lay, the, own, the shomer, the guard, watchman, says back, That which was yours, you already have taken. That which is in my possession is something else, and it's mine. The triangle that we see is explained on the side of the Gemara, where you see the triangle featured. It's a ma'akav, an attempt to keep track of a back-and-forth style. With the point facing up, this is in favor of the mafkid, and the inverted is a rejection of that as we had indicated earlier. Sovar Ravchista Lameymar Ravchista thought to say Hainu Shnei Tamidei This is to be viewed the same way as we saw the case at the bottom of uh, Omen Aleph involving the two uh, sages that were on the boat and there was a uh, drowning and uh, women told us that they had uh, uh, that they had died. Velo amrinon hanoch azlu laalmo vahani achrini ninhu. And we don't say that the original sesame had gone away, and that these are really not the owners. These are someone else's. But rather, the owner is to receive those sesame. The owner wins. If we look in Rashi, Hainu Shnei Tamidei Chacham Sanyeliel, and that we saw before, Vehesi Rebbe Esneshosen Al Pinoshim, where we saw Rebbe enabling the widows to marry based on the information provided by the women, Vitartsinon Diamri Simoni, and we explained that the women there had given the signs of the bodies, the identification marks, and we don't say that the bodies really are those of someone else, and they just happen to have the same ones as the uh, husbands of these widows. We continue now in the Gemara. Omar Lay Rava. Rava responds. He says to, to uh, Rav Chista, Me dummy, how can you compare the case of the entrusted sesame to the case of the uh, body identification marks revealed by the women? Hasam, in the case of the Shnei Tabine Chachomim, Koamri Simonim, there were clear identification marks that were given and we relied upon that. Hocha, Shushami, my Simona is Lahu. Regarding the sesame, what sign is there indicating that it belongs to this owner? And that which the owner says, the amount. It just so happened that the amount that he had at one time entrusted is in fact the same amount that is currently in the owner's, in the uh, showmare's possession. It just... And when it comes to quantities, that's not a sure sign 
uh, or identification as being the owners. So, as far as Rava is concerned, the Shomer wins. Omerlei Mark Shisha Barav Chista the Ravashi. Omi Chayshinon Shema Pinon. Are we to uh, worry, or, could, or uh, are we to suspect that uh, that the the uh, Sesames were in fact cleared out? By the owner, like the Shomer claims. Vaha Tanan. Now, before we go on, let's take a look at Rashi. Omichai Shinon Shema Pinon Hecha, the Simona Kamo Iso Kamon, where the original sign is present. In other words, the owner gave an amount, and that amount is still present here in the in the Rishus in the domain of the Shomer. So once there is some. Uh, coinciding of information so why should we suspect that this is something other than the original stuff that was entrusted by the Shomer by the uh, Mafkid, the owner the Hatnan Motsukli the Kosovolov Kuf, the letter Kuf equals Corbin, if you have a you find a vessel and there is a Kuf written on the vessel so the contents are assumed to be Korban or hektish, something that's been sanctified. Mem, if you feel, find on the vessel a letter Mem, Meiser, the contents are Meiser tithes. Dalit, the letter Dalit, Dimua. Dimua is a mixture of Hulin and Truma. Truma, which is a tithe given to Kohanim, got mixed in with other stuff, and that mixture can be eaten only by Kohanim. So a Dalit on a vessel would indicate that the contents is Dimua. Tess, the letter Tess equals Tevel, some it's produce that's been un, that has not been tithed. Tuff, the letter Tuff, the last letter of the alphabet, equals Truma. The contents Truma. Now you might ask, why didn't they spell out the words? Why are they writing just letters? At the time of of uh, uh, Gentile. Uh, edicts against Jewish practice, Jewish practices. So, in order to not appear as if this is something of a of a Jewish halachic nature, so the letter Tuf was written to serve as a cover up, but it represents Truma. So, what do we see from this? We see that we don't suspect that the contents are really something else, and. Uh, the original contents were removed, but if that's the letter on the vessel, then the that is what is the nature of the contents. So, like we say here in this source, that that which you see is what is. So too, the owner gave us an amount, and that's the amount that you find by the shomer. You can assume that that is his uh, shumshimi. Omerle Ravina the Ravashi. Notice the inverted triangle. So now we're going to challenge uh, that which Mark Shisha had told Ravashi. Ravina now says to the contrary to Ravashi. Are, are we not going to suspect that maybe that which was originally there has been removed? State the continuation of the source. Rebiosi Omer. Afilu Truma. Even if you find a barrel. And the word truma is written out. 
the contents can be assumed to be chulin. We follow, uh, we follow the majority. As Rashi says, "Dazlinon bosor ruba." Sheani Omer eshtaked have mole truma. Last year, eshtaked means last year it was filled with truma upina, and it has been removed. So, according to Rabbi it's very clear that even though you see a sign indicating one thing, that which it indicates isn't necessarily indicative of that which is in there right now. So that if you were to uh, apply this, then the original stuff that was entrusted by the Mafkid is no longer there, and that which is in the possession of the Shomer is the Shomer's. Ella. The, now we also have to resolve this source Rabbiosi with the Reisha rather everyone the Tanoim here will agree not like Rav Chista, that we do consider that the original stuff has been removed here with regard to the Tanakama and Rabbiosi their Machlokes Concerning the vessels with the marks on them is as follows: More sovar im isa de pinehu. If it were so that the original stuff is not there, is not that which is in the vessel, michbar havel kofar. It would the the letter this the identification mark would have been erased. Since it wasn't erased, that's why we're not going to say what we otherwise would say that the original stuff is, has been removed. The idach, as far as Rabbi is concerned, the uh, the original stuff was removed, and as far as the identification mark is concerned, Amar, I can explain that ishtaliya ishtali. They forgot to erase it. Inami lefanche shavke. Other another approach would be it was deliberately left there. Not that it indicates that the the word truma indicates that the contents is truma, but it was there to create fear. Panche is in order to prevent uh, others from uh, helping themselves to it once they when they see it's truma they're not going to eat it themselves so the sign on the vessel doesn't indicate that it's real truma it was just there to keep people away now we have another uh, trapezoid indicating another case and on the side the no say you can see we've indicated a hemshech that this is really a continuation of the general scheme that we started with these markings the number two in a locale where uh, it's not it, it, is un, it is not known that two people have the same name so we'll talk about let's say a relatively small uh, locale or some kind of very unusual name where we that where it's not known that two people have the same name are we on our own to suspect that maybe someone else has the same name this will of course be quite applicable when it comes to uh, different kinds of documents as we will see in the Gemara Yitzchok Reish Gelusa Bar Achte de Rav Bevai The uh, son of Rav Bevai's sister was Yitzchok the Exilarch Have Ka'ozil Mi Kurtova L'Aspamia He was on his way from Kurtova to Aspamia These are different places V'Shochiv and he died Sholchu Mehosam 
a message was received from there in other words from there they sent Yitzchok Reish Gulusa Bar Achtei the Rav Bevai Havakozel Mikurtuvol Aspamia V'Shochiv such, such a message was then received Mi Chayshinon Letrei Yitzchok Oi Loi are we to suspect uh, that there is another person with that name or not or we don't have to suspect that uh, Rashi says where it's not known that there are two people with the same name in that community are, are we on our own supposed to suspect that so Abaye and Rava disagree on that point if you skim ahead you'll notice a diamond appears later and it's preceded by Rava with the same issue where do we know this from where does each one know their own positions as we indicate on the side where the diamond appears on in our explanation on the side Mino Amino law that argue they bring uh, sources for their positions so Omar uh, from where do I know that we're Choshesh there was a divorce document and it was found in the community of Nardo Ksiv Bey in the get, the following was written. The following information appeared: Bitsad Kalonia Maso, near Kalonia, the city. Kalonia, the name of the place. Ano, and here is a name: Androlonioi Nahardo. I, Androlinioi, the Nahardoin. Patris Vitarchis Yasplonis Intesi. Patris Vitarchis has to do with uh, cutting off or releasing sending away, freeing up his wife I, I'm sending away my wife in divorce and he, the name of the woman appears intercede my wife the uh, father of Shmuel Avua de Shmuel sends this case to Rabbi Yudin in other words, the uh, we there is someone there in uh, that has that name. Can we assume that his wife, his wife, is the one that's been divorced? Visholach lay and Rebuta Nasiya sends back Tiftik Nardakula. Check out all of Naharda. Rashi says Tiftakol Naharda im yesham andro linoi acher chutz mibal isha zu. Uh, if, is there another uh, we'll call him Andy uh, in Nahardah besides the husband of this woman so we have a woman that uh, has a, is holding a divorce document or, or she found a divorce document uh, indicating she felt that she that was her husband's name and that now she is divorced the Rava Omar Rava says to Abai is if that's your basis that you are, are to suspect there's someone else so then im isa de chayshinan yivdo kol ha'olam mi 
You should check out the whole world for someone else with that name. We don't do that. So, really, Rava says, you don't have to suspect. Being that there isn't any Chazot, uh, we don't know of someone else with that name. We don't have to go and check it out. So, why did Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah say thusly, out of respect to Abu Dishmuel, who had apparently made a mistake and asked something that didn't need to be asked about, but so as to give to uh, uh, accord to him the proper respect due to such an, an erudite, uh, uh, significant individual as Abu Dishmuel. So Rebuta Nasia said, Go check it out, even though it wasn't necessary. From where do I know that if you don't, if you don't have a, if, it's, if you don't have a chazoka that where it's not known that there is someone else with that with that name, you don't have to go check things out. From where do I know that? Dehano story There were two uh, bills of collection that were found in Mechuzah and in the document the following was written Chovi Bar Nanoi the Nanoi Bar Chovi these are names that were written in these two shtaros that in one shtar it says Chovi Bar Nanoi has the, the, uh, has the right to collect such and such amount from so and so another document had Nanoi Bar Chovi saying he can collect such and such amount from so and so the Agvi Buhu Rabo Bar Avua Zuzi and Rabo Barabua enabled these gentlemen, Chovi and Nanoi, to collect uh, the amounts written in these shtoros. These are names that are very popular in Mechuza. The Rashi says, Shrikituva, Vafiluhachi Magvinon Kishemotsi Shtarchov Alachirim. And even so, uh, we enable Chovi to collect debts when they produce the star against others. We enable them to collect. We don't suspect that maybe it, it was uh, someone else that is to, unto whom the money is owed. This happens to be a realm of momona, so financial matters. And in financial matters, very often we find a step down in terms of stringency, that we're a little more lenient. So that here we have a case in Mominus, that even though we know there are other people in that town with the same name, nevertheless, lo chayshinon, we're not suspicious, we're not suspect of these shtaros, of these documents belonging to someone else. So in the, since in the realm of Mominus we don't have a chashash, the Indian Isura, when it comes to matters of uh, Isur Veheter, which is the other area of law, the non-financial area of law, we can call it the real ritual law, if you will, for lack of better expression for right now, there, Ki Lo Huxikumiya, if there is no knowledge of someone else with the same name, also Lo Chayshinon, we're not going to suspect on our own as such. The Abaye. Now, what is Abaye's response? As far as Rava basing himself on the case of these shtoros with Chovi and Nanoi written in them, 
Here there really is nothing to suspect, says Abaye. What, what, what's there to, to worry about? What's there to suspect? If, it's, uh, if you want to suspect that maybe it, it was, it's money owed to a different Chavi or a different Nanoi, and it, and it simply fell away from them. They lost it. And these guys found it. And these aren't the real uh, creditors. No, you don't have to worry about that. Mizer Zoribo, people watch their documents very carefully. You don't have to assume that it was it, it got lost and it was picked up by these guys. E le picodon. If you will suspect that uh, this chovi uh, that produced the star uh, to collect, it's not his star, but rather uh, some other chovi. Uh, uh, who's the real lender had entrusted it uh, by this particular watchman and and, and that's what uh, is behind this case let's read that again Let's just go over that case again. We didn't explain it accurately enough. When it's, the Gora says, Ilipikodon, if you are going to suspect that the person producing the star isn't the real collector of the star, but he was given this star by someone else with the same name to watch, so that the fellow producing the star is in effect the, the uh, shomer, a shomer of the star. But he's not the real creditor. Well, you don't have to suspect that. As the Gemara says, since the, the fellow holding the star and, uh, is, is, you're assuming to be the shomer of it, the real owner wouldn't give it to someone with the same name. It would be a foolish thing to do, to give uh, for the owner of a star, uh, the true creditor, to give it to someone else having the same name. It's too much of a temptation for the Shomer to go and use it to collect. So they don't have to suspect that that's the case. My Amris, what else is there to suspect? Dilma Mosar Lay, that the, the real lender gave it to this man with which to collect. Oisios Niknos Bimesira. If that is what happened, that would be a it would be legitimate for this second fellow to collect with it. The osios means Storos. Storos, owner of Storos are transferred through handing over through Mesira. So that if the fellow collecting with it, even if he has the same name uh, and, and he would let's say it was originally entrusted to him, and the original owner gave ownership over to the Shomer, the fellow holding the star now to collect with it. That is, in, that is in effect a legitimate thing. So he can legitimately collect with it, even if he's not the original uh, owner, the original lender. So as far as Abaye is concerned, the case on which Rava is basing his information is not a, a, uh, an accurate reflection 
of other cases, like the case involving the message containing uh, Yitzchak Reish Galusa as having been uh, uh, recorded as dead. Hahu Gita, the Ishtakach There was a divorce document found in Sura. The uh, topic heading on the side. The no say again. We call this a hemshech continuation. Is case number three mikre shel getch nimza a case involving a found divorce document. Are we to suspect that it belongs to someone else with the same name? So the Gemara hahu gita dishtachich besura. There was a divorce document found in the city of Sura. Vikosiv behachi. And the following information was contained therein. Besura Maso Ano Onon Barchio in the town of Sura, I and he states his name, uh Onon Barchio the Nahardoyan, Patris Vitachis Plonis Intasi, I I divorced my wife. Ubotku Rabonon Misura Viad Nahardo the Rabbana checked from Surah to Nahar there was no other Onan Barchio, the bar, with the exception of one man, there was a man with a very similar name, Onan Barchio, from the town of Chigra, that was in Nahar the and witnesses came and told us. Dahu Yuma ki ichtevahugita the day on which that get was written, the get that was written in Surah, on that day, Onan Bachio Mechigra Gabon Have. The that other Onan was with us. And Rashi adds, he was with us in Nahardaa. And the get indicated that it was written in Surah. Omar Abaye. And here's a very interesting structural point. Abaye is going to speak up, and two lines later you'll see Rova speaking up. We squiggle underline this for emphasis, where they they seem to, uh, in this case, they take an opposite approach of what they may have indicated earlier. Omar Abaye. Even according to me, that I say that you have to suspect. Uh, the presence of someone else with a similar name here we don't have to worry about that here you have in fact the revelation of another man with that name but witnesses testifying that he could not be the one to have instructed the writing of the get because that the other fellow was in Nahardo at the time my Baal What in the world could he be doing in Surah? So that the uh, the uh, a, a woman whose husband's name is Onan Barchia and uh, she is uh, someone else other than the wife of the guy that the witnesses testified about she can say, oh I see my husband divorced me this is my get Omar Rava and now Rava, you'll see, takes the other extreme Af ledidi delo chayshinon. 
even I, who in the previous Gemara indicated with uh, Yitzchak Reish Galusa, you don't have to assume there's someone else with the same name. Here, we are suspect that it's the other Onan that wrote the Get. You'll ask, but that other Onan Bar, that other Onan Barchia had witnesses testifying concerning his presence in Naharda. Nevertheless, Dilma Begamlo Parcha Ozel. Here is a, a Chazal reference to a very fast means of transportation that, uh, in today's terms, could be described as uh, supersonic jet travel. The Chazal referred to it as Gamla Porach, a flying camel. Meaning, the, it's true that the other Onan is reported on that day of having been in Naharda while the Get was written in Surah, but it could very well be that he instructed at an earlier point in the day that the Get should be written at while he was in Surah, and he flew to Naharda. Granted, walking he wouldn't be able to get there and that's why the Gemara felt it couldn't be the same fellow uh, that's why Abaye felt it couldn't be the same fellow Rav says no maybe he he had uh, he had air travel Inami Bekfitsa Fitsa is more of a uh, mystical area where he can move by saying the ineffable name of the Almighty that, uh, that enables people to achieve uh, powers we'll say that, uh, that in standard n- nature you won't find. E nami, mili mosar. Or it could be that in fact he was in Nahardal. The fact that the get indicates that it was written in Surah is not exclusionary of this man being the, uh, the owner of the get, being the man mentioned in the get. Now this uh, uh, term mili mosar omar lehu rav rav as rav instructed his scribes the chen omar lehu rav huna and similarly rav huna instructed his scribes ki isnechu b'shili sovu b'shili when you are writing a document in the town of shili you have to reflect that this is being written in shili afal gav demimsiron mili behini. Even though the instructions to prepare the document were given to you when you were in the town of Hini. And when you're writing a star in Hini, indicate in that in the writing that you are that this is being prepared in Hini. Even though your instructions were received in Shili. Similarly, over here as well, it's that it could be that that other Onan is the Megarish and that which Adim say that he wasn't in Surah at the time of the writing of the Get that doesn't convince us that in fact he is the owner of the Get he's the one, he's the, the husband in the Get uh, the fact that in the Get it says Besurah, it's simply because that was the place that they wrote the Get so the Aiden testifying about that other Onan being in the Hardor, that is correct. 
and while he was in Nahardah, he met up with uh, some uh, with some scri- with a scribe, and he said, "I want you to prepare a divorce document releasing my wife, so that the uh, the wife of the original Onan Barhia cannot be assured that it's her husband that prepared the get. It could be, in fact, this other Onan who is the one that was divorcing his wife." My have alayu de shumshami. What is the final ruling regarding the sesame that had been entrusted? And if uh, it's not clear what that's a reference to, you see the little arrow to the right hand side of the Gemara text. You can use that to refer back to Kuf Tezvovomid Bey, Kuf Tezvovomid Bey, our previous Omid, the third line from the top where you see the corresponding arrow. What's the law? Who do we follow there? Do we, do they, does the owner win his claim or does the Shomer win? Rav Yemar will favor the owner and we don't suspect that it's, that it's someone else's other than the owner's. Ravino says we do suspect that the owner was given back his original stuff and the Shumshami that's in the possession of the Shomer really is the Shomer's, it's not, not the owner's. The Hilchusah Chayshin, the Gemara rules that we are Choshish, we do suspect it as being someone else's other than the original owner.